I want to welcome everybody to another In My Feels episode. I feel good today. I feel good. I just got back from the beach. I am feeling well, very, very well, actually. Today's episode, I'm going to dive in a little bit more on the kind of the soul aspect to the multisensory being and freedoms and freeing your mind and unconditioning your mind to kind of allow yourself, I guess, to be free, free to do and to choose what you want to do. And I think that's the spiritual approach is to understand that you are the the power, you are the, the controller. It's just allowing yourself to be that. And I do want to say something. I mean, the show is growing incredibly. Uh, the the I'm getting such great reactions from just people hitting me up on, on Instagram and, and Twitter and, and everywhere else. We're actually on TikTok now. It's just, I mean, it's it, the reaction's been great and it's growing and it's growing. I'm seeing the numbers every month growing and growing. But I would love feedback. I would love more feedback, please. Uh, I know Spotify do a do a rating. Apple Music, sorry, Apple Podcasts do a review and I'd love to have more reviews on. I'd love honest feedback. And, you know, as I said before, you know, great reviews. I love the, the kind of in-depth great review. You know, I'd love to invite more people on the show and really kind of dive in further and, and expand our collective consciousness and grow and grow. And please tell everybody, anybody who, who kind of has asked the question of, is there a, a, a you know, magic or is there a power, you know, within myself or I'm sensing some things that I need to, to grow, please just send them the podcast. It's great. I think we are, we are collectively and consciously growing, but we need to connect. As I said, we're all one, we're all connecting, but we need to connect. And as you know, before we start thoughts, feelings, emotions, conditionings, um, belief systems, everything on the inside creates your outside exterior. So my question for everybody listening is how are you feeling right now in this moment? Honestly, with integrity, how are you feeling? And again, no blanket statement, oh, I'm good, or I'm this, or I'm that. No, 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 get rid of that. That's kind of like the robot version of you that has been around for too long, and it's time to wake up. And I think that's the beauty of emotions. That's the, the, the beauty of why we feel. Imagine if you didn't, or couldn't feel, but we can. We can feel, and it drives our lives. It drives the outside world. It's like a puzzle that is coming together of your life and you are the person putting the puzzle together you just don't see it because you I guess even I'm, when I talk about you I talk about myself too you know I for me to see when I when I was growing and kind of learning about myself it would create an external source for me to make a change you know I saw something that was bad in my life and I know I need to change that not the fact that I was the one who attracted that to me and I think that's where we need to separate ourselves from the outside world and understand that we are driving it so it's all technically one and how am i feeling i think I, yeah i said that before but i'm feeling really good i'm feeling clean within myself my mind feels clear clearer not exactly clear my gardens have just been redone it's stressing me out a little because i like simple and clean and everything else and and that's kind of how i run my my household and you know my life i like things very very simple and that's the way i've kind of conditioned myself because life is simple it's just we put sucker because we have so many different, remember I told you only two emotions, but we have to categorize everything and overthink everything and, you know, judge everything and, you know, not, not, we fall out of love with ourselves, which then makes us fall out of love with every, everything else. And we don't see the wonder within ourselves to see the wonder outside of ourselves. I'm going to talk about a bunch of stuff. So freedoms, I mean, I think it starts, well, especially when I talk about freedoms, I think it starts with the mind, you know, the mind being free. 
Mind being mentally free, being open, allowing information to come in and information to flow through you and understand that you are attracting that information too. So anything you see in your life that you do not like or you perceive to be not something that you resonate with, you have attracted it. And I can tell, you know, obviously people around you as the collective consciousness too, we're all collectively manifesting individually, but also it's resonating with us on a, I guess, a human level, on a spiritual level. So you may see something that you're like, hang on a minute, I didn't manifest that. But it's the probably the person next to you or a friend of yours who's going through this stuff and you're empathizing with them and all that type of stuff. It's all, we're all one. That's what I'm saying. We're all connected. And I think the reason why we put such a strain on our minds and stress and anxiety, I think time plays such a big component to this. But you have to understand time isn't real. Genuinely, I mean, it, it, for me, it doesn't exist. I says when we, you know, when we live our lives under those time constraints, you will never have enough time for anything. But what's the rush? I know the kind of, I guess, the younger aspect of myself when I was younger, I, I need to hit this target. If I don't hit that target, I'm a failure. Says who? Well, you, and then we blame society, but we are society. We create society. So if we don't make a change within ourselves, how can society make a change collectively? Now, if you approach everything you are doing with enough time, you have enough time, you have all the time in the world, how different would the outcome be? There would be way less stress. You'd actually enjoy what you're doing because you'd have, quote unquote, time to do it. And it feeds back into my, you know, previous episode of the balance thing. You know, when you're trying to, you know, work, play, balance, family, this, this, and you try and do it, you become severely unbalanced because you can't try to be balanced. You, you just are balanced. That's, that's what the natural concept is. And we also have to ask the question, what is important to you? And the reason why I say this is because my nanny kind of um, took the last two days off kind of super last minute. So I consciously said, let's just let go of the work aspect. We have all the time in the world to, to, to do and achieve anything we want. Let's enjoy each other. Let's enjoy ourselves. Let's go to the beach. Let's take the little one to the beach. And I, and I, in my mind, I dropped everything and I allowed the freedom aspect to come in. And for me personally, freedom for me is happiness, happiness to pick and choose what you want to do, what to say yes and no to, because I have been in positions where I haven't had an option in my mind. I haven't had an option spiritually. You always have an option because you are driving it. But when I was unconscious and unconsciously creating, I felt like I didn't have a choice. If I didn't do this, this talk today, I felt like I wasn't going to eat. Though that, that is the kind of mental state I was in. And I see the evidence of that. And it came with a cluster of all of it, all of it, until I let it go and understand that I am the driving force. I can make the money regardless of whether I do this task or not. I am allowing myself to be free, but it takes time to unravel that conditioning, to understand that. I am going to achieve everything I want to achieve and I will do it in my own time, not in the time of my parents or a loved one or a partner or a husband or a wife or for the kids. You are the driving force. And then when we, once we uncondition that conditioning and let go, that's when you understand the freedom aspect is your choice. It's a beautiful place to be. I'm not saying I'm there, but I understand the concept of it. And I understand that I'm conditioning, reconditioning myself to, to I guess, the, for that to become a habit. Leaving on from the last episode of five sensory beings and multi-sensory beings, great reaction, by the way. Uh, I'm going to dive a little bit on the soul because I guess, it, it, you know, it all feed, feeds into that. For me, I know there's a higher power. I, I'm aware of it. I guess my multi-sensory, you know, one of them, not loads of them. I guess, uh, would it be called multi-sensory if it's just one of them? 
but along with the other five, I guess it would be. <laughs> I know there's a higher power. So for me, again, when I was reading Conversation with God, the whole the word God concept comes with so so, so many connotations and it's not a, a fun word for me. I don't like that word. I use the term, you know, everything or the universe or, you know, we are all gods, that kind of type of concept. But I'm but I'm coming around to the to the notion, not the notion that we all have a soul, but the actual word soul. Because again, it, 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 I guess for me, it's been conditioned so many times to when I hear that word, I have to think a certain way or be a certain way and do all these type of things. And I think true spiritualism isn't any of those things. There's no constraints. You just be who you are with no restrictions. And again, you know, I'm still I'm still diving in or rereading The Seat of the Soul by Gary Zukov. I've never asked myself this question because I, I, I understand the concept of the soul and, you know, the soul of Dovin uh, on, on kind of reincarnation and sends, sends your, I guess, you back as a personality to kind of relive these many, many lives and over and over again. But I've dove in on this and I'll, and I'll dive further in this on further podcasts. But I think I really want to dive in on this, this kind of, I guess, this quote and this question. If you desire to know your soul, the first step is to recognize that you have a soul. The next step is to allow yourself to consider, if I have a soul, what is my soul? What does my soul want? What is the relationship between my soul and me? How does my soul affect my life? Now, spiritually speaking, I've never asked this question to myself ever. But again, until we do, how the fuck are we going to know? And again, because I have to break it down practically. How many of us have sit quietly and I've started re-meditating again because I, I, I want to get into that space of oneness connect within myself but it's but it's work i found myself sitting there just like bored out my mind wanting to twiddle my phone or wanting to put on netflix or wanting to do something else that i'm that i'm but i have to keep going back to the fact that i want to clear my mental state or my mind or my inner person or my inner everything and how many of us as i've asked uh, we all know the concept of a soul some of us know we have one and some of us are coming around to the conception that there are souls. But I think the fact that you're listening to this podcast means you're stepping into a multisensory or you're, you're allowing yourself to be open to the, the, the conversation of it. And I think that's the beauty of it. I think that's the beauty of spiritualism. I think that's the beauty of evolution, conscious evolution. And I think that's the beauty of growth, self-growth, not external growth, self-growth, internal growth. So the first step is recognizing you have a soul. I, we have a soul. I have a soul. We're all connected. We're all one. What is my soul? That's another question that we have to dive in. And again, how many of us have sat there and said, if I have a soul, what is my soul? What does my soul want? What is the relationship between my soul and me? How does my soul affect my life? Very simple questions, very practical questions. And how many of us, I know I do, how many of us have so many questions? I used to have uh, so many questions on life and death because I used to fear death. Now I don't. Now I, I've almost like stopped questioning that. It's almost become an acceptance, but a beautiful acceptance, an opening acceptance. Do we actually take the time to quiet the mind and ask ourselves honestly in search for the answers? And it could be anything. Will I find love? Take time to question internally, honestly, emotionally. Yes, you will. Love yourself. And maybe you needed to hear that answer. Maybe not. But I know that I'm stepping into the kind of internalized version of myself which I like. I like to ask questions. How big is the universe? I have no idea. What a great question. You know, uh, what is the relationship for myself, between myself? 
What do I want in life? What do I want? Who do I want to be right now in this moment? What do I want to do? Where do I want to go? Again, all my questions sound like freedom questions because that's where my mind is heading. We should live our lives with no restrictions, no conditions. So we have to allow ourselves to dive into ourselves and question them. Question them, shine light on them until they go away. The fear factor of it goes away. And then the love aspect starts stepping in. And Gary further goes on to say, you know, the decisions that you make and the actions that you take upon the earth are the means by which you evolve. At each moment, you choose the intentions that will shape your experiences and those things upon which you will focus your attention. These choices affect your evolutionary process. This is so for each person. If you choose unconsciously, you will evolve unconsciously. If you choose consciously, you evolve consciously. Now, honest question to ask yourselves, do you want to go through life and evolve unconsciously or consciously? It's a simple answer. Consciously, absolutely. Do you want to be aware of the power that you have? Do you want to be aware of the intentions that you are putting out? Do you want to be aware of the reason why you're feeling stressed? You're going to attract more situations to make you feel more stressed. It's like when you're having a great day and it seems to be going great and something bad comes in. It's because you always expect something bad to come in because it's that old saying, you know, it's too good to be true, which is such bollocks. What's too good to be true? It should be, it's good to be true. That should be the new saying. We have to trust ourselves. We have to start trusting in ourselves, not trusting out of ourselves, trusting in ourselves. And once you start reaching that level, that plateau and start working, you work hard on yourself, work hard on yourself. You know, we work hard in our jobs. Absolutely. I know some of the hardest working people on earth, but they do not work 1% on themselves. They do not dive in on, on who they are, who they want to be or what they want to do. And I think, why are we here? Not how are we here? Why are we here? I think we're here to explore, explore our emotions, explore our feelings, explore different experiences, explore the fact that we are creating those experiences. But now we need to step into the, the allowing, allowing ourselves to be, allowing ourselves to do, allowing ourselves to have. Remember I spoke about the be, do, have paradigm. And I really do hope that we are diving in on the evolution of consciously. You know, the planet's not fucked. We can change the way the planet is by the way we feel about ourselves collectively. If enough of us believe the planet is fucked, then yes, the planet is fucked. But not for the people who believe it isn't. And how it will affect you. Because, you know, as the, the, the religious text, and I say all the time, I'm not religious at all, but we are made in, quote unquote, God's image or the universe's image. There's no restrictions in that parable at all. It's just we as humans put restrictions on everything. Waking up in the morning. You know, even me, when I was a little bit at the beach and I was, I was freeing my mind, freeing my mind, freeing my mind, I was looking at the time where the baby needs to go to sleep. At a certain time, you know, I had a couple uh, missed calls from business people that I needed to get back to. But you know what? It doesn't matter. What was important to me at that moment in time was enjoying the moment with my family, with my daughter, and really diving into the experience. And I think that's what we miss. We go into these experiences like a quarter percent, 25 percent. So then you manifest at the 25% level. Now, if we went in at 75%, you'd probably see every three experiences, you know, two would be great and one wouldn't be. If you went into something 100%, guess what the result's going to be? 100% experience. And I think that's what I'm trying to get to with the collective consciousness and creating consciously, not unconsciously. And I think the fact that you're listening to this podcast means you're stepping into consciousness. Kind of on, on the soul element, Gary goes into... The fearful and violent emotions that have come to categorize human existence 
can be experienced only by the personality. Only the personality can feel anger, fear, hatred, vengeance, sorrow, shame, regret, indifference, frustration, cynicism, and loneliness. Only the personality can judge, manipulate, and exploit. Only the personality can pursue external power. The personality can also be loving, compassionate, and wise in its relations with others. But love, compassion, and wisdom do not come from the personality. They are experiences of the soul. Beautiful. Beautiful. And I, and I truly believe this because I've seen, I've had people on the, my show who have uh, had near-death experiences. They never experience the kind of the regret, the shame, the sorrow, the vengeance, hatred, any of that. I've never, I've never actually come across someone who's experienced those things when they've stepped over the other side or, or become too aware of their soul or that we're all one, the connectiveness and, and all that near-death experiences. So many of them, as you know, I've had tons of people, medical mediums, one, Dr. Mary Helen is another one. You know, I had a ton of people and they've never, none of them have ever experienced anything apart from love, compassion, oneness, wisdom. They ask a question in the other life or the non-physical form and the answer is given instantly. There is no humanness clouding the answer. There is no resistance from us. It, that resistance is gone. And I think if we can, we can step into that space in physical reality, in consciousness now, we absolutely can. People have. History books teach us people have. People are now. And Gary Ferber goes on to say, your soul is that part of you that is immortal. Every person has a soul, but a personality that is limited in its perception to the five senses is not aware of its soul and therefore cannot recognize the influences of its soul. As a personality becomes multisensory, its intuitions, its hunches and subtle feelings become important to it. It senses things about itself, other people and situations in which it finds itself that it cannot justify on the basis of the information that its five senses can provide. It comes to recognize intentions and to respond to them rather than to the actions and the words that it encounters. It can recognize, for example, a warm heart beneath a harsh and angry manner and a cold heart beneath polished and pleasing words. And I understand this fully. With manifestations, I attract situations so I can reference them and I can trace them back to emotions I was feeling or feeling behind what brought it to me from within myself. And again, I'm stepping out of unconsciousness and, and stepping into consciousness. Not that I have to dissect every small thing in my life, but I'm aware of the awareness of it. And I think that's step one. And, I, and I'm, I'm a great reader of people. I can see through people. But, but the thing is, I don't do it now with judgment. If someone has ill intentions, that's not my business. That's their business. I know my intentions are pure or good at least. And I think that's where we need to step into that innate trust within ourselves. And again, as I've said, I feel like we on this show are stepping into multisensory. When you have a hunch about something, should I do that? Should I not do that? Should I not do that? Should, you know, I think procrastination is like horrible, but I think there are signals and signs that are helping you on this journey of life. And we just need to allow ourselves to believe in the unbelievable. I'm not saying the gullible factor, but the practical factor. I'm pretty practical as if, you know, people who have known me, you know, I think I'm on my like 80th episode or something, which is insane, but I'm understanding my awareness. Something amazing came in. I know why that came in because that's what I wanted. Something that I perceive as not amazing. 
I know why that happened. Because I am the magnet for everything without limitations. And finally, you know, Gary says it is a positive, purposeful force at the core of your being. It is that part of you that understands the impersonal nature of the energy dynamics in which you are involved. That comes without restrictions and accepts without judgment. How many of us in a relationship loves without restrictions? And I've said this about them many times on my show and accepts without judgment. I don't, which is like, and I understand, but I understand the awareness of where I need to be. I just haven't, I just need to apply myself more so that it becomes a habit within in my persona, my personality. And, you know, we, we all complain about relationships. We do. Absolutely, we do. We complain about our partners. We complain about friendships. We complain about someone not doing something right. But what is it we are putting out? Are we loving without restriction and un- without conditions? Or are we conditioning the love? Are we accepting someone for who they are? Are we, or are we judging them for who they are not? And again... We are the driving force for everything. So if you judge somebody, you open yourself spiritually, manifestingly to be judged. That's the way it works. Cause and effect. I am judging you. I am allowing myself to be judged. Because that's the energy I'm putting out. I love you with conditions. I receive love back with conditions. I love without conditions. I open myself up to love without conditions. It really is that simple. With everything in life. Now you can apply that to anything. Anything. Work, career, health. Anything in your life. You get back what you put in. Inside yourself. I think I'm going to leave it there. I really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed that. And again, I want to thank everybody for hitting me up. Our collective consciousness is growing. Let's step into awareness. Let's step into conscious evolution. Let's step into understanding and asking ourselves about our soul and where does our soul come from? What does my soul want of me? Or what do you want of your soul? It's your life. You're in, you're in power. You're in control. And I appreciate every single one of you. Thank you.